the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome to Wednesday, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, and it is the day, yes, probably the most anticipated Fed meeting in in at least quite some time. Uh, We know this, I think we know this anyway, three quarters of a percent coming later this afternoon, Uh, that'll push the Fed's funds rate between Three seven five and four. I think officially it'll be about three point nine. But everybody's wondering if the Fed is going to start talking about only going fifty basis points. And, and Jason, it really—I don't think it really matters. But at least for Wall Street, I think it really does. We could get some very big reaction if Jay Powell gets really dovish we could see a big rally uh we could also see a really big fall if he gets really i'll, I'll say bearish if you will say hey no listen all the data keeps saying we got to keep going here or i guess maybe he's going to try to walk right down the middle and 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 instead of this big move one way or the other we kind of get a eh not so much yeah. Oh, we'll see. We'll definitely see uh, uh, what's going to be said. And I, you know me, Joe. I've been saying that I. I think they're going to keep it as quiet and 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 not talk as much as possible. In fact, I saw an article just as I was walking in here. Uh, it's one one guy, one news outlet saying he should only say four words: "We are not done." <laughs> You know, it's kind of kind of saying you know, just leave and walk off the truck. Mic drop. Yes. Mic drop. That's it. Just just be very quick. And, and he, of course, he's going to say that, Joe. He's going to say, "Hey, there's more rate hikes. We are not done." But if he says anything more than that, really, it's going to the more he says, the worse it'll get for him. So I think it'll be very short, very bland, and and, tr- and try try to pa- pass it down uh, for the next meeting and the next rate hike. I, I will say this: that we you know we played that clip yesterday. Uh, with Bubba Horowitz, who was talking about, hey, listen, none of this really matters. Uh, inflation's not going anywhere. Uh, people are, are thinking that somehow the election's going to change things. It's not. Uh, and the goal, the absolute goal, and think about it, this is a Wall Street guy saying the, the, the goal is simple. It's a one-world currency. It's a digital currency, and they want to control everything that we buy, Jason. It's just really—I think it's really just that simple. And you're right. This is this is all made for TV to keep us uh, unfocused, if you will, against what they really want to do. That's exactly right, Joe. They—it um, uh, just seems very unusual the situation we're in we've had these emergencies the last three years of, of one or another and the markets are are, are uncharacteristic uncharacteristically high i mean so let's let's face it the coronavirus crash was was a reaction directly to 2019 things were getting bad and now miraculously right before a midterm election 
when uh, you want to keep more socialists in office and uh, all the markets are all self-correcting, right? Right. Just so that they can crash afterwards, you can blame it on all the new Republicans that come in. It's it just seems like it's such a show going on. And we had talked on the uh, half empty cup of Joe about you know just just in time for Twitter and Elon Musk to start letting all the crazy conservatives back in to start yelling and screaming about this whole thing. It's it's uh, it just seems like it's all contrived and controlled. And what we have to do, Joe, is we have to take care of ourselves because I can't take care of what the government and the Fed does. The funny thing about Twitter, they made an announcement today. Uh, they're not going to unban people for another two weeks. They, you know, so that fo- I guess that follows right in line. Hey, we'll unban these people after the election. But I wonder if you start a new account, if they're going to be okay with you starting a new account. You see what I mean? There's, there's always ways around that, right? Right. Yeah, I guess, yeah, there's more than one way to skin a cat. We did have economic data out today. Matter of fact, we had uh, ADP, those job numbers and it wasn't what you wanted to see if you were in the, hey, we want rate hikes to slow down camp. This was not a number you wanted to see. Uh, 239,000 jobs. That was more than expected. It, it wasn't like it was, you know, three, four, five hundred thousand, but a decent number, 239,000, especially when you think about September. Uh, September was 185,000. So you're like, ah, well, there's an increase there. That really wasn't the important number. Wages. And this one was really bad. The, the most of the jobs that were created were what they call leisure hospitality. This is going to be your bars, your restaurants. Of the 239,000 jobs created, 210,000 of them came in the category of leisure hospitality. The wages in that number, according to ADP, wages and leisure and hospitality rose over 11%. So that is super hot, Jason. The Fed could not like that number this morning. Right, yeah, of course, we're in that situation where they're, they're rooting for uh, job destruction. So it's, you know, only, only a, a quarter of a million people filed for un, you know, unemployment. Oh, you know, that's, that's not enough. It's, it's funny to be talking in such ways, Joe, but, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. They, they need more. They need, they, they, they need to yep. have these numbers change. Yeah, wages up 11.2% in leisure and hospitality. And then overall, all the jobs, wages were up 7.7% from a year ago. And that was really, that's been the pace for several months now. So ADP is saying, hey, listen, wage pressures aren't, re- aren't letting up and jobs are still being created. When we get back, the biggest gold buying spree in history happened in the third quarter. I'm going to tell you about it next. 800-951-0592. You heard me right. The biggest buying spree in gold in history. And I say in history, uh, at least recorded history right now maybe someone uh bought more at some other point in time but nobody wrote it down but as far as history goes 
in the third quarter. Think about this just ended. Gold's Gold's actually been down seven straight months in a row, if you can believe that. One of the longest streaks uh, in gold being down that many consecutive months in a row, uh, almost ever. Kind of ironic, isn't it, that, wait a minute, how can you have the most buying ever occurring when you've had seven straight months of declining gold price? Because, once again, Jason, we've got declining paper gold prices, but that's really about it. Right, Joe, and even though it's been down seven straight months, it's... It's not a lot, you know. Think about it. It's not a whole lot. You know, it's just been a little bit each month, but it has been going down, and sure has the uh, the fingerprints of some sort of manipulation. Because, you know, first of all, for it to do that is kind of ridiculous, uh, especially with all this inflation. That's ridiculous. I'm mean, here. Here's the the year of inflation. You know, you know, in recent decades is 2022, and gold is going down gently every single month. It makes no sense. And as you're saying, the biggest buying spree is going on at the same time. Well, the paper price, as we've talked about, is not really, uh, you know, the spot price isn't reflecting what you have to pay to get the silver and gold. So something's wrong, right, Joe? So, something's weird. If, if, if it's sagging and it sucks and, and there's, the prices are going down, why are the premiums just continuing to go up and the, and the price doesn't really go down? If you look what it actually costs to buy it, gold's been going up a little bit every single month, Joe, as far as I can tell. Absolutely, and this points out there's several problems with what I'm going to report right now. And again, it's just more, I'm more and more and more positive about what's getting ready to happen. And you need, you need to get prepared. I can't stress it enough. The banks are dangerous right now. Believe me when I tell you they're dangerous. Do not have excess money in those bank accounts and make sure you have your gold and silver put away because as I've been, we've been speculating, especially lately, especially in the last couple of months. Jason and I have been talking about the real possibilities that when this, this run starts, the premiums are going to get even worse. Actual availability is going to be a very, very, very big problem because the amount of gold and silver that are actually available for delivery are at levels that really we haven't seen. That's how low they actually are. The world's central banks broke a record in the last quarter, according to the World Gold Council, saying that never in the history of central banks since they've been keeping record have they bought so much gold in a single quarter. 400 metric tons was purchased in the quarter, and that is mind-blowing when you think about, hey, total global mine supply is only like 3,000 metric tons. They bought 400 metric tons in the quarter. I mean, at that pace, Jason, if you annualize that, central banks 
would be buying more than half of the mine supply in a single year. By the way, year to date, year to date, they've bought in 673 metric tons. Jason, that is the most in an annualized year. And it's not even a year. This is just year to date. Still got another quarter to go. But just the 673 metric tons, that's the most amount of gold central banks have bought since 1967. And, of course, we know by 1971, Jason, we had to close the gold window because we were going to run out of gold. And in a lot of ways, they own all of it, Joe. And and, and the reason I say that is uh, all these Industrialized nations, China, you know, Russia, uh, America. Russia is actually not a good example, but Great Britain, all the European nations, they all have debt, huge debt, huge government debt. So you can add on to the fact that all these gov- all these governments, Joe, have been buying gold too, but since they have a whole lot of debt to these central banks, who really owns the gold? And if we go to a, a, a whole new monetary system, how are they going to uh, reset the book, so to speak, I'll just hand over the gold, and we'll we'll reset it, and you'll be you'll be doing good, right? So, so they own all of it. So if you if you hear some foreign country buying it, Joe, you might as well just chalk that up to a central bank owning it, also. And, and again, that that already that's disturbing. Should be disturbing because that's what is that telling you? That's telling you the central banks are saying that fiat money is coming to an end the way we know fiat money right the dollar uh, whatever the fiat currency is they're all getting prepared this get prepared how many times do i have to tell you to be your own central bank but it gets worse so forget about that that uh, it's an incredible by the way just so people know one metric ton just one metric ton is thirty two thousand 150 ounces and they're buying 400 metric tons in a three-month period and the the mystery is really interesting because they turkey they bought 31 tons you're like oh okay well that's you know that's nice you know that that that's nowhere near 400 Uzbekistan, yeah, who, yeah, one of the stands, they bought 26 metric tons. Cutter, uh, and Cutter, by the way, they bought 15 metric tons. By far their largest purchase ever. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, well, wait a minute, that's, uh, you know, 31, you know, 31 metric tons, 26 metric tons, 15 metric tons. Okay, that's 72 metric tons. Where's the other 328 metric tons? And here's what they said. They had substantial record-breaking buying by central banks that did not report who they were. Major speculation in the article, obviously China, but Jason, I think it was a lot more than them. Yeah, oh, they're all buying it, Joe. They're all buying it. It's, uh, I think it's not a secret to the to, to all the people in the big club, those that are in the know, that things are getting ready to happen. And uh, when, when, when you have an economic change that's getting ready to happen on a global scale, then you're just going to have 
uh, a lot of people buying what really counts. It was just property. I mean, look all this property, you know, all the the quandary of what, what's going on with property. You know, we talk about property prices should crash, but I, I get this sneaking feeling that property prices they might not crash, Joe, just for the simple fact of who's buying all this stuff. You know, they have all these ways of hiding who owns it, and they're buying gold. You know, they're buying stuff that's going to matter when you have an economic change. The last time we had a, a, a worldwide economic change, they called it World War II, Joe. The Bretton Woods meeting came in, and they, they uh, pieced up the world, and the new world reserve currency was the dollar, and then they're going to just do all that same sort of stuff again. And it's, it's going to be the next few years, but it's happening right now, which is why you got to be buying gold right now. And again, here's the worry. The, the gold and the silver is flying out of these vaults. We, we brought the, the story last week where uh, J.P. Morgan and the London Metals Exchange are trying to pull a fast one about how much stock is actually available because they count the gold, all the gold that's stored in their vaults, they count it. The problem is well over half of that gold in J.P. Morgan's case of the gold that is stored in vaults controlled by J.P. Morgan is not theirs. It belongs to ETFs, or they they say investors. They're talking billionaires. And it's not actually available. And I just have this suspicion, Jason, the reason why we're seeing all of these countries not reporting their gold sales. We're seeing the largest purchase ever by central banks in a 90-day period. We're on track now for a year where central banks could be purchasing well over a 1,000 metric tons, and they don't want you to know who it is. That just signifies to me they're already foreshadowing two things. Number one, gold price going a lot higher. And number two, we better buy it while it's actually still available. It's interesting, Joe. we got these midterms coming up. And, and, and uh, I've said many times that the, uh, the markets are going up in October. Look at this great skyrocketing markets. And what are they, you know, even the big firms, where are they getting the money, you know, or at least some of the money to, to pay for all this uh, buying of the market? Well, maybe they're selling off those ETFs, as you're saying. They're selling off the sagging six months, seven months in a row, drop in the gold prices. Well, let's, let's get rid of that stuff so we can push that market up and and and, uh, and change change the world in the way we see fit, Joe. And, and well, once once again, when it comes down to it, who owns the gold is going to make the decisions, Joe. It's just a it's such a, a scam that people just don't understand. And I think these big firms don't understand, Joe. They're being played like a fiddle. Uh, I couldn't agree more with that. I didn't even know this. Do you know in October, uh, Congressman Alex Mooney, he's from West Virginia, uh, introduced the Gold Standard Restoration Act, H.R. 9157. Yep, I saw that. Right, that that he wants the the Treasury to go back to the gold standard. And I think this is something where the rest of the world, obviously everybody – needs to have whatever it is. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting that Cutter was on this list. Uh, they actually reported their largest gold purchase 
ever to date. And Qatar's been slowly adding here, but that's one of those oil countries. And, and, and we've been speculating that, hey, this new kind of Bretton Woods era where you're going to have to have some form of a commodity, something that's real, something you can feel, something you can touch to back your digital currency with. And, and I find it interesting is, are, are the, even the people with things that have, hey, we've got oil or we've got natural gas, you know, we still need gold to go with it, Jason. Right. And those Middle Eastern countries, Joe, they, uh, well, they're going to crank out less oil, so we're going to make oil also seem more scarce. You know, what we're doing here in America, we're going to pump less oil. You know, Biden doesn't want to pump the oil. So Muammar Gaddafi was doing it, you know, years ago. He was going to do a gold and oil-backed African currency. You know, he's going to use gold-backed money. And uh, when things break, Joe, that, that's where it always goes back. It goes back to a commodity-backed economy. You know, you don't have to have oil-backed money. You don't have to do that. But – it's a it's a it's a very energy is a very very important uh, reason why society functions and grows. And so if you just constrict the amount of oil that people can have, there's there's a scarcity there. All the gold's being bought up by these these banks in these countries. There's going to be less gold. The gold price should be spiking. But look at the the oil price, Joe. It it, it shouldn't be where it's at today. It, it should be well over a hundred dollars. You know, and we, and we know where it's going because those those big bets were placed. Remember earlier this year, two hundred dollars well, you know, barrel. Yeah, we got oil inventory. Oil's up today, uh, right back at $90 here. Unleaded gas going the way of diesel now. The lowest levels of unleaded gas in inventory in the last 10 years. I'll tell you more about that when we get back. 800-951-0592. I uh, still have some rolls of the Ike silver dollars. Uh, we ran those yesterday. It's an item that uh, we've never run them before, but we're just looking, you know, like everybody else, we're just trying to find product. Uh, right now, uh, silver markets extremely tight. The gold markets extremely tight in this news out of these central banks it's very very concerning to have that much physical metal leave vaults in such a short period of time it really does not bode well for what is coming because obviously they're doing it for a reason they're preparing for a reason we're, we're left to speculate what that reason is. They already know that the, whatever we're going through, this digital currency, uh, this thing was sealed. Our fate was sealed probably before the financial crisis even happened. Uh, but it just has taken them some time to get there. And then we got oil inventory numbers. We had drawdowns in crude, which is kind of shocking considering we're still releasing over a million barrels a day from the Strategic Oil Reserve. Officially now, we are below 400 million barrels in the reserve. And we consume, the the country, we consume over 20 million barrels of oil a day. And, And that's all the oil, right? Heating oil, diesel, jet fuel, gasoline, the 
plastics, you know, all that stuff that, that we use oil for, which means, Jason, that strategic reserve, we now have less than 20 days of oil there. Gasoline inventories fell again, even with refiners. Refiners are operating at 90 plus percent capacity, which is a Essentially, they're running all out. They're saying crack spreads. Crack spreads means, look at it this way, for crack spreads. If you hear that word, that is the margin that the refiners are making. Crack spreads for diesel. Crack spreads for unleaded gas. Diesel, crack spreads are at all-time record highs. Well, well. Really close to it. I, I would say all-time record highs as far as sustained. Because every once in a while you'll get spikes when a hurricane comes and some refiners go down. But day in, day out, day in, day out, crack spreads for diesel are enormous. Crack spreads for gasoline are huge. Jason, believe me, if these refiners can produce it, they're producing it because it's it's super profitable, and they still don't have enough. Right, right. And, I, I Joe, I, I, with everything that they've done with energy, uh, sometimes these things uh, take a little longer to really reflect what's going on uh, in the price. So I, I, you're going to see oil go up uh, dr- uh, dramatically in the months and, and in the next year, and you're going to see gold and silver go up in the next months and the next uh, year and maybe two years. And you're, and you're going to see it happen uh, at, at a rapid pace once it takes off. And, and I, Joe, big players don't put bets on $200 barrel oil unless they really believe it's going there. And here's the thing, even if they miss, what are, how are they going to miss? $175 a barrel, are we looking at that next year? Because I'm telling you right now, the, the way they've set everything up geopolitically, uh, oil is going to be very, very, very expensive next year. I don't see a different way. Crude oil production, we've been averaging about 12 million barrels a day. That's actually an improvement from where we were. Uh, go back to like January, we were a little over 11, 11 and a half million barrels a day. Uh, production actually fell a little bit in the latest week, but just below 12 million. But Jason, there's. There's nothing that I see, nothing that I've read, nothing that that has come out of the energy companies themselves that says that production is going to go higher from here. They're 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 saying, you know, the Exxon's and the Chevron's of the world are saying, listen, this is this is it. Because of government regulations, because of this, because of that. 12 million barrels a day is about the maximum that we can that we can produce right now which leads me to and I I hate to keep saying it got to have a huge recession before this gets better it, and I don't know how crude oil goes lower right you know the the mid 80s is a bunch of uh, uh, I think the best case scenario, and once we stop the strategic reserve, which is now supposed to stop this week, I got to imagine these prices, Jason, are going to head higher again. Yes, absolutely. You know that's that's the way it works, Joe. Uh, uh, 
we've been looking at uh, gold sagging, like you said, for seven months in a row. You looked at oil, kind of came up real harsh, and then and then uh, the last couple of months, it's just kind of kind of sliding down in price. It's funny how we got all this inflation, massive inflation, but some of the biggest economic indicators that uh, that the, the markets are really doing poorly, which are things, housing, gold, oil, they're all under stress, stress price-wise. You know, with inflation roaring the way it is, those are things that should be going up in price. You know, and then of course, when people can't buy houses, the housing prices level off. But, but these things should all be going up. It's completely backwards. The only way that you have numbers that are completely backwards is because someone's manipulating uh, what you're seeing on your TV, what you're hearing on uh, uh, on your on your smartphone, and all the all the other outlets, the mainstream media. They're not telling you what's actually happening. If you're looking for good economic news, Joe, you have to go dig and look for it. And this is why, Joe, you're you're usually ahead. Uh, on, on a lot of these factors because you simply are looking at the right places to, to understand. Tell people understand here, this is why you need to be in gold and silver, and you got to be very skeptical of buying into the stock market and Bitcoin and things like that that run on paper paper assets. Yeah, not to be listen. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but but you need to to understand what the facts are. And then uh, news out of Iowa. This was yesterday. Uh, one of the largest commercial lay, egg laying farms got hit with bird flu. 1.1 million. These are egg laying chickens. 1.1 million of them wiped out uh, at this uh, commercial egg laying facility. In the UK, they have ordered all birds inside. Uh, Jason, as we're getting ready, this is kind of the the fall and the spring is when we see this bird flu. It looks like egg prices, which are already off the charts, are going to get more expensive. And my guess would be chicken prices, turkey prices as well. Again, buckle up, get prepared. Eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. Wishing for a Christmas mortgage miracle? Patriot Trading Group wants to make your wish come true. Just enter to win on Family Values Radio website, and you could enjoy having your mortgage paid for a year. That's right. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. The winner will receive their mortgage or rent payments covered for a year. To enter, go to FamilyValuesRadio1010.com and click on the banner. Enter once each day to increase your chances to win. And look for bonus entry opportunities. That's FamilyValuesRadio1010.com. And enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest, sponsored by Patriot Trading Group. See our website for details. 800-951-0592. Everything is quiet. Some may say too quiet. Uh, Gold's flat. Silver's flat. The Dow, pretty flat, down 40. I mean, the Nasdaq's down 100, but, but flat. When the Fed comes out, uh, we'll see how big of a market reaction. I'm just going to say this right now. All prices I give are dependent upon where the price of gold and silver are when you call. I have no idea what's going to happen here in the next couple of hours. It could be nothing. 
right? And we used to be flat like they are now. Uh, or we could see a big move to the upside. We could see a big move to the downside. Uh, th- this is this is one of those things because of the big equity rally. Uh, th- th- there could be turmoil in the markets because of this if the central bank, Jason, stays on the inflation's not getting any better, which really, it hasn't. It, and, and as far as all the data that matters, inflation hasn't gotten any better. No, Joe, I think it's going to get worse. I've said that almost every day that we talk about inflation, I think it's going to get worse. Uh, and 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 worse, I guess you got to look. You got to look at it in in a certain way. Uh, they've been raising rates all this year, so if we still have CPI of eight percent, seven and a half percent, nine percent, if we have that going into next year, and it just keeps staying in that zone of seven to nine percent, to me that means inflation is worse because they've already risen the rates, Joe. They've risen the rates all this this amount, and if we're staying in that that frame of seven to nine percent CPI next next year. And all the other uh, inflation numbers that seem to be getting worse, anyways, that's worse inflation. It's kind of controlled worse, Joe, because we know they could just raise it two or three percent all in one meeting if they wanted to. But they have it's it's worse. It's worse if we if the, if the Fed fund. What's it going to be about three quarters of a point? It's going to be like four percent, Joe. Is that where it's going to be? It's, yeah, just under. I think the official uh, number is going to be like three point nine percent. It'll be. Uh, between three seven five to four percent, in in uh, at least lately, it's been about one tenth below uh, the, t- the the top end of the number. So I'm, I'm thinking about three point nine. Right. So if we have eight percent CPI, isn't that worse when it was zero and eight percent? Now we're at four uh, percent uh, Fed funds rate, and we still have seven or eight percent. You know, it's still CPI. the same. Yeah, you're, that's worse. You're, you're you're right about that. If you want some good news for why they should maybe slow down, last month, so so that was what, October, the Federal Reserve lost $4 billion, which is extraordinary. This month, they're anticipated to lose 6 to $7 billion. So because the Fed bought all these bonds at these ridiculously, artificially low rates, now that the bonds, the yields are higher, they're getting less money for these bonds that they had bought, whether it was two years ago, a year ago, five years ago, seven years ago, ten years ago, they're actually getting less than what they paid for them in Jason we could see the central bank here lose tens of billions, potentially hundreds of billions of dollars if they keep up with this quantitative tightening. I guess that would be one factor in them wanting to not raise rates. Yes, uh, yes, that's exactly correct. I, uh, it's interesting, you know, we use these terms, sometimes you got a question that they're these these assets they bought, they're going to lose money, but but they don't really have any money to begin with, Joe. They just print this. Yeah. The, they print the money to buy this stuff. So when they're losing money, well, they're just losing a part of what they printed out of nothing. They're really losing nothing, Joe. I mean, sometimes you just got to think uh, think of it in those terms. They did nothing yeah. to over buy the these assets. Over the last several years, though, over the last like 
been, it's like, I don't five, six years in a row now. They've sent over $100 billion a year to the Treasury yes. with their quote-unquote profits. Yep. And now, all of a sudden, that whole thing's reversing, and they're going to need, you know, $100 billion a year. It's just one of those things uh, that adds to the deficit, if you will. But right now, as of where prices are, gold is at sixteen fifty. Silver, nineteen sixty. We've got these. These are uncirculated Ike dollars. They would be like mint state sixty threes if you graded them. Of course, grading them costs like fifteen bucks. You can buy them uh, in a roll of twenty at fourteen dollars and twenty five cents, or two hundred and eighty five dollars a roll. So it's actually they're really not worth getting graded because of the cost. But two eighty five a roll on these Ike silver dollars, uh, twenty dollar gold, one through nine, two thousand ninety five dollars, ten or more, two thousand eighty five dollars, twenty or more, two thousand seventy five dollars, and I will adjust price accordingly. You know, if gold goes up forty or fifty dollars, or goes down forty or fifty dollars after the Fed meets, we'll, we'll make that adjustment at that time, Jason. Yeah, that's 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 exactly what's going to happen. So it's all we can do. Yeah, it's, it's all, all we yeah, can do. It's all we can do. So we'll, who knows, right? Yeah, I, you know what? I truly don't know. Again, I think they should keep doing what they're doing because inflation's gotten no better. But again, right, all the stuff they keep breaking, plus now they're losing billions of dollars. It's anybody's guess. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, uh, the Ike dollars uh, rolls a 20 at $285, getting 20 silver coins. Uh, these things... Never, never got released to the public. So these things are just going to be really sharp looking. Uh, and then, of course, we've got the volume $20 gold sale going on right now. One through nine at 2095, 10 through 19 at 2085, 20 or more at 2075. And again, everything very, very quiet. Uh, we'll wait and see what happens uh, at 2 o'clock Eastern time. And to Jason's point, I think it's going to be a pretty short meeting, Jason. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be watching. But, uh, yeah, I have a feeling they want to keep it nice and quiet. And then uh, then we'll be, uh, well, what's going to happen the next uh, couple months to finish the year off? And what's 2023 going to be like? That's all. It's going to be uh, more inflation numbers and more rate, one more rate hike this year. Man, Joe, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, should be, Interesting, but also it's going to be kind of a rocky road, it seems like. Yeah, then the Treasury's out of money. They, they are going to auction off $96 billion worth of bonds to get money into their checking account. Again, deficit number so far for fiscal year 2023. Off to a horrible start. In, in, and again, the higher the rates go, the worse the number's going to be. Uh, Janet Yellen has said they still haven't finalized plans for the Treasury uh, to step into the bond markets. 
And, and why do I think that maybe they haven't officially announced it because they don't want people to know and then they're going to wait till the crisis happens and then miraculously unleash whatever it is they're going to do, Jason. Yep, and uh, I'll say this, Joe. We, we, it, it seems like a broken record. It, we, we, there's only a few things that are really to, to be focused on, and that's and it's the inflation. It's all about the inflation. All the decisions that I, I think it's all about the central banks buying 400 metric tons. I've been doing this 20 years. When I first started, to, to give perspective on on that number. The central banks of the world had this agreement where they wouldn't sell more than 500 metric tons in any year. And now we're talking about in a single quarter that they've bought 400 metric tons. That is the largest amount ever since they've been keeping track of central bank purchases, Jason, I think that just really is for foretelling about what to expect yes. in 2023, right, and beyond that, 2023, 24, 25, and beyond. Yeah, right, and that's as I was saying about uh, inflation. That seems like the only thing that we're focusing on, but that's the big thing. They're buying it, Joe, because of the inflation. I mean, they got their artificially low prices uh, put in place. And they've they figured out, you know what, this looks like it's going to go for a while, and we better have something that keeps up because uh, a lot of these other assets will not be keeping up, Joe. Gold will. I, I think they're buying it for what's coming next. That's my, you know, inflation, yeah, that's that's a, don't get me wrong, that's a big part of the story, but inflation is what's going to lead us yes. into what's coming next. And that's that digital currency and the need to have gold uh, because there's going to be a heavy heavy price that depositors are going to pay when we get to this digital currency. So having your money in something other than, you know, and things that are real like gold makes a lot of sense. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.